Welcome to Take Your Health Back Now, how to live healthy in our increasingly unhealthy world with your hosts, Kendra Duquette, Jenny Wise, and Dr. Drew Duquette. Hello, everyone. It's Kendra and Jenny here. Take Your Health Back Now. So we are on season two, part three. So our last podcast was on. Oh, I forgot we're recording. (laughs) Um, This is only our second one recording video. Yes. And we forget. So anyway, uh, our last podcast was on, we called it knowledge plus action equals power. And if you watch that one, you might remember that we were really rushing through it. And um, (laughs) once we got to the solutions at the end, we had about five minutes left. So this podcast is going to be on just on the solutions. So it's basically knowledge plus action equals power part two. So these are the actions that you can take. We're trying to keep them all positive things that you can do in the current climate. Um, We're not going to use any of those hot button words so that maybe we can put this on YouTube. Right. Because the last (laughs) one we immediately, how many hours was it before we got pulled off? Yeah, it was it wasn't even on. It was as soon as it processed. Oh, so as soon as it processed. <laughs> it never went up. <laughs> it immediately got pulled down. So hopefully you guys saw it somewhere else. Yeah, we did just post it a direct link. So it just wasn't as convenient, but it was up there. So, right. So, um, oh, go ahead. You all know what the current environment is. If you have done the thing, not done the thing, if your family's doing it, um, how we want to keep positive and healthy and safe with all of the health issues going around. Right. So that's what it's on. So we cannot say any of the words. So hopefully you're getting it. Oh, I know a good code word is the Maxine rather than the other (laughs) word. I've heard people use that and that doesn't get taken down. So that's what we're talking about. I'm sure if you've been following us, you know, but these are always also just good for general health. Yes. Yeah. Everything that we're talking about is just it's really just about building your immune system across the board. Right. That's that's what we focus on all the time so that you don't get the chronic health conditions. You don't get the autoimmune conditions. You don't have um, the current condition. You know, it's just building your immune system is basically what this all is. So um, first, I just wrote down the foundation. So that's what we always teach in everything we do in the clinic and our membership. Um, So the foundations would be basically just it's what you eat, it's your diet, it's the environment, it is your lifestyle. Yeah. And the environment doesn't necessarily mean like... The, you know, high level global environment. That's part of it. But you really have to focus on your own environment, the places you spend the most time. So your house, your work, your car, you know, it just depends on you, your situation. But that's the environment we're talking about. And also your physical environment of your body. Um, so once you focus on that, it has ripple effects out to the greater global environment. Right. And it all comes down to, you know, we always talk about taking control of what you have control over. So there are so many things in our environment that are causing these conditions that we have no control over. But if you get stuck there, like I was thinking earlier, it's about keep, it's like staying in the eye of the storm, you know, the hurricane you're in the eye of the storm, it's calm, but everything else is big hurricane and crazy. So if you focus on everything and you have no control, then that's a huge stressor and and you're just going to be spinning your wheels. But if you focus on what you actually have control over, which you always have a 
a lot of control. Yeah. Um, that's where you can make an impact. So know what's going on, but then focus on what you have control over. So that's what we're talking about. Yes. Um, so we've talked about the foundations a lot. You know, if we're not going to really touch on that now. Um, you can go back if you're a member, if you're a patient, uh, if you want to look at other podcasts, we've talked about it a lot. So that's number one. Um, breathing, remembering to breathe, deep breathing. We've talked about that before too. Buddha breaths. Um, you're staying alive requires oxygen, you know, three minutes without oxygen, you die. Right. Um, just being conscious of your breath, even if it's yeah. not like all day, like every breath you don't have to think about. Um, but it takes some time each day to do intentional breathing. Yeah. The correct way. Right. Through your abdomen. We have, again, in our membership, we, t- we teach you how to do that. Most adults are breathing up through your chest and you need to be breathing through your abdomen. Every, even every cell in your body relies on oxygen. So that's really important. Um, staying hydrated seems like a simple one, but most people are dehydrated. Yeah. So half your ideal body weight in ounces is what we always say. Yes. And a lot of people really struggle with this at the beginning. Right. Because <laughs> it's a it's a habit that you have to build um, and b yes, when you're first increasing your liquid intake substantially, you're going to have to use the bathroom more. Right. (laughs) But that will level out because you are, first of all, you're flushing a lot more because you're taking in the right amount of water. So you're going to be detoxing a little bit and your body just has to get used to that. So once it's used to you taking in that much water, then that will not be as bad. Right. But just just remember, we're 70% (laughs) water. Yes. Every part of us. So 70 (laughs) percent, if you imagine, you fill your up to here. Yes. Um, And again, your cells rely on water, your brain, everything relies on water. So you've got to stay hydrated. Um, Water is a big part of that foundational system. So you've got to make sure it is also filtered water. You, you know, there's up to 500 different chemicals in our water. So you want to make sure it's a good filter. We always recommend Berkey um, just because it, it leaves the minerals. but does take out up to 500 chemicals, yeah. industrial chemicals out of and the water. And it's really the, I think the best, um, like cost or value. I think so too. you've got the counters, you know, everyone can have that. Everyone's got a spot. It's not super expensive. You're only replacing the filter very occasionally. Yeah. Um, so it is really a good mid range. You know, you can do just the filter bottles. It's a lot less expensive, but I feel like you just, people aren't as inclined to drink as much when they're doing those. They're great for travel. Um, And then the whole home systems are great too, but that's a much bigger investment. So the Berkey countertop ones really are an excellent place to start. Yeah, Plus they're stainless steel. um, So you don't have as much plastic. You just have the plastic from the filters. Yeah. Epic water bottle is the one we recommend for travel that Jenny was mentioning because it's a glass water bottle and it has a really good filter in it. Um, the other thing with the Berkey that I've done the last couple of times, they have travel Berkeys. Mm-hmm. So that's what I actually have in my kitchen, but I've been taking it with me when we go on trips, Yeah, <laughs> packing it with me. And then that way, when you're at a hotel or, you know, Airbnb, whatever, wherever you're staying, you have that. So you, you know, if you think about it, if you make coffee or whatever, you, you've got water. 
filtered water excess all the time and they're not very big. Yeah, it saves on the packaging because I keep thinking right. I need to get the travel one because I'll go buy like a bunch of like the box water. So it's not in plastic, but it's still in cardboard and it's still all kinds of packaging. But I don't want to drink hotel water. So, right. Exactly. <laughs> I keep thinking I need to get one of those. No, it's totally worth yeah. it. And again, it's just a habit to get into taking it, but it's really nice to have. Um, so yeah, make sure that you're breathing, make sure you're staying hydrated. Um, connecting with nature is huge. We talk about this all the time if you're following us, but you really have to, you know, it's, it's one thing to be out in nature, but you really have to consciously be connecting to nature. Cause if you think about nature, everything in nature, uh, well, first of all, we're one big ecosystem, right? So everything in nature is what we innately are connected to that's what we recognize that's what our bodies recognize um and so much of this going on right now is synthetic which our bodies do not recognize including the vaccine and the frequency coming off of that um so you have it's very important now to be connected to nature and really be cognizant of connecting to nature so think about like the energy fields you are you know we have an energy field plants have an energy field And anytime you kind of in contact with somebody like right now, if you could see Jenny and my energy fields, they would probably be melding together because (laughs) it's kind of like greeting somebody. But your energy fields actually um, meet. This is a real thing. It sounds woo woo, but it's not. I feel like sometimes people just start imagining this as like our, you know, our. I don't know, psychic selves, but we're talking about your actual energy. This is scientific. It can be measured just because you can't see it you can't see music but you can hear it it's a vibration it's a frequency it's the it's the same thing yeah it's it's yeah. real but same thing is coming off of trees it's coming off of plants so if you when when you're out if you really think about your energy field connecting with the plants and the trees when you're out um you can actually see the energy field if you mm-hmm. get really good at it but it, it's something you have to practice but a uh, good practice is kind of closing your you know kind of Barely closing your eyes <laughs> and then kind of not exactly looking at something. So like there's a plant over there. If I just kind of close my eyes and look to the side of it, if you really start doing that every day, it's kind of like building up a muscle. You can start yeah. to see the energy fields, especially if it's more of a white sky against trees. That's a good place to start. Yeah. And there's like resources for building that um, perception online right. that you can find and you can do that. But it is something you have to work on. It's just, you know, you can increase your perception of food. You can work on your palate. You can increase your perception of sense. You can increase your auditory. Like everything can be improved. And mm-hmm. this is just another sense that we don't really um, talk about or taught about a lot. So it is something you're kind of starting at zero and you have to work up. Right. And you can even just mentally just just mentally think that your energy field is connecting with trees you're walking by or whatever. Um, I also lately have been disconnecting my energy field from people that have had the vaccine just because of the frequency or I, you know, that's just something I do for myself just as a protective measure. Um, Thinking about, oh, and then also with nature, I was going to say, and we talk about this a lot too, but everything in nature is a higher vibration because that is a natural Right. Natural frequency for us. Everything that is man-made or synthetic GMOs, EMFs, um, you know, anything. There's so much right now that is man-made and synthetic. Those have a very low frequency. 
So or, or no frequency or no frequency, which is just like um, when you're eating. That's why we like recommend pop tart. Right. Or even uh, like when we recommend eating fresh local foods, that's part of the reason why. If that banana has been picked three months ago and shipped here, it's lost a lot of that energy and nutrient value. So you can see it declining in several ways. So, right. There's lots of ways you can interpret that energy. And when things are natural, they need to still be alive. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's that life force energy. But um, just focusing on that, even high vibe thoughts, you know, we have our whole mindset piece mm-hmm. of our membership. Um, so focusing on high vibe thoughts, anything that is a higher vibration, love, gratitude, joy, gratitude, empowerment. Those are all very high. Yeah. Fear, which a lot of people are stuck in that now. Right. Fear. Um, that's another low one. <laughs> Obviously, we don't ride there. I don't know. <laughs> I just can't even uh, think. <laughs> oh, like jealousy, anger. Yeah. yeah all of those some. are very low. Um, I had to like picture the chart in my mind. <laughs> I know. But but nature itself is very high. So yeah. that's another reason for connecting to nature. Um, also, I like to go along when I'm out in nature and think about think about our connection that we have with us. So think about the trees or plants as well. They breathe out oxygen, which is what we breathe in. So it's this ebb and flow always. So there's this ebb and flow of energy. There's an ebb and flow of breath. So what we breathe out, carbon dioxide, is what they breathe in. So you're giving them life. They're giving us life. It's this ebb and flow back and forth. Um, Also, when you're out in nature, you want to be grounding. Yes. Um, That's really important to ground every day if you can. It's hard in the winter, you know, because grounding, you need to have your shoes off. Yeah. Um, but but try to get out as much as possible and actually ground and connect with the earth, um, which brings us to the Schumann resonance. That's when you ground, yes. you are connecting to the Schumann resonance, which is basically, you know, people refer to it as the heartbeat of the earth, but it's the frequency of the earth. Yeah. So it's the frequency of nature. Um, that's really important. You can also m- just mentally envision that that's a big one i try to do every day and there's recordings that are at that same frequency that you can listen to so if you just are having a hard time imagining what we're talking about or if you want to actually hear something at that frequency uh, you can play that and that might help you just get an idea and then you can kind of keep that feeling and that sound in your head right when you want to bring it up it's actually a b it's two octaves lower than the lowest b on a piano oh I learned that the other day. <laughs> and it's the same as cat purring. Right. Um, or a bee buzzing. Those are yes. all that same. It's, I think it's 7.35 yeah. frequency. Also, I have a Schumann resonance tuning fork. Mm-hmm. So when you hit it, you don't hear anything because it's so low. But if you put it by your ears, yeah. you can actually hear the vibration. Yes. But I, I personally, I learned that at a conference a couple months ago. But I do that every night before I go to bed. Pointing at my head, I put it on my head. <laughs> um, and in the morning, because connecting to that is so important right now. Because remember, if you didn't listen to our last podcast that was taken out and try to find it, um, because we had a lot of really good information on what's well, actually going on. It. It's in our podcast. It was just the video. It was just the video. Yeah. But go back and listen to it because we everything we talked about was really important what's going on right now. But, you know, we mentioned about how they're trying to connect everyone to their 
grid that they're building, the transhumanist agenda. So maybe I shouldn't have said that. That word. That's okay. I feel like the rhyming even is going to catch it somehow. Maybe. Um, anyway, but so they're trying to connect you to that grid. So you need to consciously make sure every day you're connecting to our natural grid, which is human resonance. Right. Um, even circadian rhythms, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're all every piece of nature life on this planet is connected to right. that. I mean, you have to think of the big things like seasons and tides and like there is a energy to everything and everything is connected and it works out and things spring and summer and fall and winter like there's patterns and things have to connect for everything to be alive and be prosperous and healthy and happy and we are getting farther and farther away from that so you have to consciously make sure you're Getting back to it. Right. That's a huge part of health. And so we call it the Gaia grid. Gaia means nature. That's what I call it. The Gaia grid. So every day I consciously make sure I'm connected to that. Um, So there's a lot of different tips to do that. Also, let's see. Yep. I talked about that. Okay. So um, keeping your body pH balance is 7 to 7.5. That's our natural pH balance. And interestingly enough, I'm sure I've said this before, but that's also <laughs> the pH balance of uh, chlorophyll in trees. So, you know, it doesn't seem like a surprise there. But um, so you can test your pH. And if you're acidic, you want to make sure you get it up. But if you're doing everything at the foundational level, like we teach, you know, naturally you will you will maintain that 7 to 7.5. Right. But that's really important. So that comes down to that analogy that I'm sure we've shared before about, you know, a swimming pool you don't take care of all of a sudden gets murky and yucky or like a fish tank, all the fish die, the algae takes over. That's an acidic environment. If you're in a natural balanced environment where your body should be seven to 7.5, then um, you don't get an overgrowth of, you know, bacteria or parasites or where viruses come out. Balance does not just magically happen. You have to be aware of what's going in to right. the environment and how it's being taken care of. You know, it's not magic. You have to do that with right. a pool, a fish tank and your body. Right. It so, takes work every yeah. day. But again, you can figure that out on your own or just, you know, that's what we do. That's what we teach. So, yes. but that is important because even with viruses, we talked about this before, viruses are just information that are not going to do anything if you're in balance, if you're in an acidic environment, that's when the viruses can start becoming symptomatic. Yeah. Um, salt spray is a really good one. Himalayan salt. Um, if you think about Himalayan salt is actually an ancient sea bed. Mm-hmm. So it is a sea. It is an ocean, very yeah. ancient ocean. Um, but there are 87 minerals in the sea salt. But there are also 87 minerals in our blood. See how nature we all <laughs> See how are you're the just same? a little piece of the whole puzzle. Yeah. So putting um, Himalayan salt in, in a spray bottle of water, filtered water, um, and then just spraying, again, your energy field. Yep. We really do have an energy field. So every time I've been out um, around <laughs> <laughs> the masses. Right. Then I just spray <laughs> my energy when I come in. Um The other thing is ions. We forgot to say that with nature. So everything in nature has negative ions. Everything that is man-made, synthetic, 
um, diseased. It all has positive ions. So that's, you know, something that nature gives us are these negative ions. And, you know, everything has an equal and opposite reaction. Opposites attract. So anything that's a negative ion is going to attach to those positive ions and it just kind of neutralizes. So it's like a air filter. Yes. And in a way. That's why those things, like there are ionizing air filters and ionizing right. this and ionizing that. And you can look at a lot of the plants that are really good for indoor air quality or EMF protection have that higher ion field. Right. Um, the Himalayan salt lamps, same thing. They're ionizing. That's why they're they're good in detoxing. Right. That's how these work. People yeah. often think that they're it's fake, but they have negative ions coming off of them if this was on i mean i'm sure it still doesn't but um and then they attract the negative ions in your room which it can be emfs it can be pollutants toxins to that and then they just kind of neutralize each other and fall off but that's the same with nature and the ions so um and and the salt spray that's where i was going um the salt spray has the negative ions as well so it's really important to do um the rest of everything that I'm just going to go over real quick is these are all really good. Um, some of these that we we use as well. But I've also I know a lot of different doctors are having protocols right now about what you can do. Um, yeah. So, but again, even with so I took the protocols that we believe in and I'll share those with you. But remember, these are still more like a Band-Aid or a fix, you still, no matter what, have to work on your immune system, which is that foundational level, that first thing we talked about. So these are all great, but if you don't do the foundational work, you're still going to have a problem. It might make you feel a little better. It might make you keep from getting sick. But if you don't work on your immune system and building that, And on the other side of it, if you already have your foundation in place and you're very well-balanced, very healthy, these might not really be doing anything for you. They might just be kind of mentally making you feel better. Right. (laughs) Uh, Which is a real thing. Yes. But we know that a lot of people, we're, we're in a situation right now where there are a lot of stressors, a lot of health risks. So, you know, if you need to do these types of things to keep yourself safe and healthy right now, that's understandable, but you should always be working towards that goal of being healthy in balance with that foundation. So you don't need these kind of things. Right. Exactly. So some of the the fixes you can do, or, you know, a lot of people, like a lot of our patients, we do have some people that have had the the thing. Um, so these will be good for you. Uh, we also have um, people that they haven't, but maybe they have loved ones or family members or husband or children. Yeah. Um, or just working in a work environment where they're around a lot of people that have had it. And so these might be extra, you know, different uh, steps that you can take. Um, but and we already said that twice <laughs> about the foundation. <laughs> that really is the most important it thing. It is. Okay. So um, bentonite clay baths are really good. And, you know, okay. So another thing that people are really talking about is the graphene oxide that is in the, the shot. Um, so that is something to be concerned about, obviously. But they keep in mind that they are also, you know, we've talked about the chemtrails before. 
That's probably a word I shouldn't be saying either. Um, But what they're spraying us with, they are also spraying us with something called smart dust. And it is, you know, has the graphene oxide in it, too. So you can't get away from it. So just because you haven't had the shot doesn't mean that you're not coming in contact with this. So everyone needs to be detoxing all the time. That foundational work is detoxing. Everything about it is detoxing. You're detoxing your environment. You're detoxing. You know, the diet is detoxing. You're your body is able to detox better right. because your body burden is lifted. But even but, the mindset, you're detoxing those negative thoughts. Right. Yeah. Past traumas, stressors, all those things. But um, things like bentonite clay baths are very detoxing. I've actually heard a lot of people and I keep meaning to do this, but I don't think about it. I need I need to try it as an experiment. But you you can do these bentonite clay baths and then use a black light. And supposedly you can see. The graphene oxide coming out of you. It's almost like fibers. Yeah. And Ben and I, uh, clay is not hard to find. I was actually at Target the other day and they had a giant container of actually a good company, organic Ben and I clay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great to have on hand. Like I always make my own toothpaste and one of the ingredients is bentonite clay. Yep. Bentonite clay is good for face masks. I mean, you can use it for all kinds of things. Yes. So it is something good to have in your, you know, your pantry, bathroom cabinet yeah. or, or whatever. But yeah, d- definitely take bentonite clay baths. Um, diametaceous earth in the bath is really good as well. Um, also an ingredient in the toothpaste. I take it internally every day. It's good for detoxing yeah. heavy metals, um, among other things, flushing that out. And then you can also add Himalayan salt to your bath as well. Um, we used to, and you know, um, what they called Epsom salts, but I recently found out that all the Epsom salts have been mined. So they're gone. So now all the Epsom salts, majority of Epsom salts are actually man-made. So you probably, I don't recommend Epsom salts anymore. Yeah. Um, but all of these are really good for detoxing bath. Um, so EMF protection is always really great. We teach that in our program. But um, remember that these shots are are basically essentially turning you into a smart meter. We've talked about that before. So there is a frequency coming off of people that have had it um, and an EMF frequency. So my theory is, I mean, and this hasn't been proven because this is all new. I mean, we don't know, but, you know, EMF protection to protect you against wireless devices, that type of thing, I would assume would also work for a person that has had it or is around people that have. So um, just unplugging as much as possible is huge anyway, but wearing maybe an organite pendant, having organite in your home, shungite is really good for, for that. And, and those work kind of like the ions with the Himalayan salt lamps. It it neutralizes the frequency. Um, Rosemary, is a really good herb for that. So you can use rosemary oil. You can defuse rosemary oil. You can make a rosemary tea. That would be good to be drinking every day just to help detoxify that radiation from your body. Bentonite clay actually is also really good for detoxing radiation. So if you've, if you've had to have x-rays or something like that, um, mammogram, you can take a bentonite clay. With a large electronic uh, source or output. That you've been exposed to. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have a couple big rosemary bushes that I keep in my house in pots 
through the winter and then put them out in the summer. Had them for many years. So you can just get fresh <laughs> rosemary. You know, rosemary yes. you can cook with. You can eat it fresh. You can put it on salads. You can just make tea. Pet it and make it smell lovely. Right. You just go, oil on your hands. And then all the oils. And <laughs> yes. You can just smell the aroma right off your hands. So definitely rosemary have that around. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Diffusing thieves. Thieves happens to be a young living oil. We diffuse it here in the center. Ever mm-hmm. since this happened, we diffuse it every day. It's really good for cleaning the air. Um, just, you know, just if people and if somebody came in with a cold or something like that in general, just cleaning the air. Yes. Um, you can put it, you know, behind your ears. Um, I can't remember exactly what the blend is. I can't remember either. I, I should have checked you. before it came up, but you can make your own thieves blend. You yes. can look it up. I know you can Google it and um, make it yourself. That's a really good one. Um, oh, I have down mental and intentionally connecting to the guide grid, but we already talked about that. Oh, and then pine needle tea. So I've heard a lot of people talking about pine needle tea, which sounds so <laughs> strange, but a little bit like crazy cat lady stuff. But <laughs> right. I had never heard of pine needle tea before all of this happened. So I did a research on it. So shikimate is in pine needle tea in very high doses. Um, you can also find it in anise and some other things, but that's the main ingredient in Theraflu. So that yep. should tell you that's good for if you're not feeling good. Right. Um, shortening prolonged illness, getting rid of right. symptoms, supporting yeah. and immune systems. They have five times more vitamin C than citrus. That's crazy. Which is crazy. I had, did not know that. So, and maybe I've said this before because I think it's fascinating, but um couple hundred years ago pine trees would sustain people like pioneers and indians and you know aborigines things like that through the winter um so that they would have vitamin c through the whole winter that makes sense yeah or you know in the midwest where we can't grow citrus fruits so that's so it's very high in vitamin c which is important and it's also a natural electrolyte so people know about electrolytes they're important it's a natural electrolyte um, but anyway, pine needle tea, and it could be any, basically any kind of pine tree that you would use as a Christmas tree. That's the kind of pine trees that you can use the needles from. Yeah. So I just keep so harvesting them. that up, um, to like identify if you're not sure. Right. <laughs> or you can, you know, get that specific tree or you can find them where you just get needles or you can find the tea really. Yeah. I personally don't have a pine tree. So every time I go out of my dog walks, I, there's a couple on my walks and I just take a, take a little, little bit off, yeah. take it home and make some tea. <laughs> I've been harvesting them. And then I've also been um, cleaning them and putting them in the freezer and freezing them for winter. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. But if you have a pine tree, then that's great. But I mean, that that would be a great, you know, just remedy if somebody in your house gets sick or yes. you know, has a cold or... And it actually tastes really good. I bet. Yeah. I haven't tried it. Um, I think that's that's really all I had. So I took all the good protocols that other people are mentioning. Oh, no, that's not. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I, I saw other stuff. <laughs> no. So this page is basically just, I mean, these are really getting down to the Band-Aid fixes. So a lot of people are saying zinc. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Zinc is great, but you zinc can be poisonous. That's what drives me crazy about this. You have to do a test to make sure that you 
or zinc deficient. Right. Like you don't need extra zinc to help support your immune system. You need to make sure that your zinc levels are where they're supposed to be. And a lot of people are deficient. So it's not like more zinc is more protection. Right. The right amount is what you want. So if you are deficient, lots of people are, then take zinc to help get back where you should be. It's all about balance. Right. Um, But some people are not, and then you can overdo it and cause different issues. Yeah. And you can definitely get zinc poisoning. So you can do the test. We've talked about that before. Um, D3, you know, everybody's mentioning that. Yes, that's important. You can be deficient in that. But again, half hour out in the sun every day is ample D3. Even in the winter, if you sit in the sun, I'm pointing over here, there's a window over here. Uh, You know, even if you sit in the sun, in the window, you can get enough D3. There is the dimming of the sun project right now that they've really ramped up since 4th of July. Um, So we're not getting as much of that, you know, life force energy from the sun as before. But if you're outside, you know, as right, this is September 1st, we're outside plenty yeah. to get enough vitamin D and you really don't need to worry about it over the winter. Yes, maybe, but um, make sure it's a really good source. That's important too. make sure it's real plant-based um, vitamin C. A lot of vitamin C is good. Again, you know, the pine needle tea, there's a lot of vitamin C in that. If you're eating a balanced diet of real whole foods, you're probably getting enough vitamin C. Right. And that's one of those things that people just keep taking it and taking it. And well, it's not as um, big of an issue as the zinc. If you're doing too much of that, it, you're just wasting your time and money. If you're taking a bunch of supplements, they're just going through you because your body's not going to absorb it if it's already right. at the point it has what it needs. Right. Vitamin C is water soluble. So anything your body doesn't need, you're just paying out. Um, but again, if you do want to get it, uh, make sure it's a really good source because the majority of vitamins supplements right now are synthetic or that SynBio that I talked about before. Um, so make sure it's a good source, good plant-based source. Um, but again, that's easy to get in your diet, really, if you're eating proper. Um, I keep hearing people talk about NAC. Um, that's a precursor to glutathione, which is the amino acid that you're liver makes. So again, if your body is not healthy, um, maybe your liver is overtaxed, you may not be making it. You may actually need that NAC. But if you're doing that foundational work, you probably don't need it. But what it does, the reason people are recommending it is it helps detoxify if you're deficient in it. Again, basically the very top of that detox pathway with your liver. So if you're supplementing at the top, it's going to trickle down and make the whole pathway a little bit better. Right. So that's something. Milk thistle, that really is a good herb to take. Um, milk thistle is a very good detoxer for liver detoxification. Yeah. And everyone's liver is overburdened right now. It 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 just is. You know, it used to be people were alcoholics, but it's everyone right now yeah, because this, of all the environmental factors. Your liver does a lot besides processing alcohol. I know. <laughs> like that's, that's just what we always yeah, grew up because we know that part of it. But it it processes everything essentially. It detoxes anything that's not supposed to be there. So it needs to be healthy and functioning. Right. And it is it's that overburden we talk about all the time. It is overburdened. That's why it's not functioning properly. So if you're doing the foundational work, you're taking that burden off of your liver so it's able to detoxify. But milk thistle is helpful with that. Um, 
And another one that's kind of tasty. I like milk thistle tea. Yeah, I do too. Dandelion tea. I like that too. Yeah. And dandelions, all parts of the dandelion are edible and detoxifying. Just if you're going to pick them wild, make sure they're not being sprayed. Right. (laughs) I was pulling weeds yesterday. I'm like pulling weeds and I get to my dandelions and I was putting them in my salad bowl. (laughs) keeping them. That's in your own yard. So you know it's been put on them. If you're just going out in the public fields or you don't do your own yard or it's small and spray might come over then. Yeah. Right. Um, Let's see what else that we have not talked about here. Uh, CBD oil is actually good. Again, sourcing. It's such a hot thing right now that you know that they're just manufacturing in not so great ways to get out there and make money. So And they even have GMO right now and add chemicals. So it has to be really good sourcing. But it's good at removing that graphene oxide that we were talking about. Um, super blue green algae is good at removing heavy metals. So is uh, parsley and cilantro. Mm-hmm. Um, sourcing. I mean, we parsley could say and cilantro is super easy to grow yourself. Right. Yes. Um, selenium is really good. I've heard a lot of people mention that. The thing with selenium, it's very detoxifying. We should all have it. You can get it in Brazil nuts. You can get raw Brazil nuts, but. You can definitely be poisoned by too much selenium. So you don't need two, two nuts a day gives you enough selenium. So, so you, you just need, need a little a bit. <laughs> yes. So even if you get in the habit of eating a Brazil nut a day, I mean, they're pretty big if you don't know what they look like, but um, that's enough. That's plenty of selenium. Very detoxifying. Apple pectin powder is good. That just helps with digestion, helps you absorb the toxins, which you eliminate, right? Um, magnesium is good. Again, magnesium, you can have too much. Um, I think that was about it. We are doing an excellent job with time this time. That's amazing. Give ourselves a little high five. (laughs) You know how we usually are. Obviously we we like talking about the bad things better than the good things. This list is good though. (laughs) Yeah. So these are all really good. Um, we also have, there's a lot of different detoxifying, um, and action steps that you can take that yes. we teach in our program. So rebounding is really good. Jumping on a mini trampoline. You only need 10 minutes a day. Get your lymphatic system moving. Yep. Um, massage can do the same thing. Yeah, lymphatic massage. What else? Uh, sauna. Infrared yes. sauna is really great for that. If you have access to one um, or if you, if you want an investment that it is a, you know, it is a chunk of, change to buy really, one but it's a really good investment to have in your home yeah. and do that every day anything um, that makes you sweat that you're not overexerting yourself sweating is one of those really good natural ways to detox so let yourself sweat don't cover yourself up with antiperspirant lotion all the time let that right. come out yeah because if you think about how do we detoxify everybody knows your liver is detoxifying your kidneys are detoxifying but the only ways your body actually releases toxin is a through the breath which you know brings us to masks you have to be able to eliminate those toxins that's one of your main detoxifying pathways is your breath um perspiration so that's what jenny was saying if you're using antiperspirant you're not able to perspire or if you're putting lotion all over your body, that perspiration can't come out. That's very important way of eliminating toxins. Um, Urination again, staying hydrated. So you're urinating all day long. That's, 
part of how you get the toxins out and then defecation. So you need to make sure your GI tract is working properly. Um, Working on um, really interesting, actual real data coming out with how sick you get and your gut health. People with good gut health are the asymptomatic, not getting sick. People with terrible gut health are on the other end of the spectrum. So there's a huge connection. And also all of these things that she just mentioned, I know they're, you know, in certain situations you can't be sweating all over the place. So it's not like you can use antiperspirant sometimes, (laughs) but just make sure sometimes you're not. And if you are healthy and in balance, that shouldn't smell. Your breath shouldn't smell. Your sweat shouldn't smell. Poop shouldn't smell. Right. Pee shouldn't smell because it's just a normal way to get rid of toxins. Right. Yeah. Any kind of odor or anything that's odoriferous is a sign that your body's overburdened and trying to get rid of yeah. something. Um, what was I going to say? I had a quick thought. Sorry. I had to talk about the smelly. No, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that must have gotten me off. I, uh, I don't know. Oh, I was just going to talk about leaky gut and 100% of the people we work with come to us with leaky gut. So if you have any kind of chronic issues going on, autoimmune issues, guaranteed you have leaky gut. So you have to work on that. And that goes back to that foundational level, too. So, you know, that's that's what we do is help you with everything we teach in our foundations, whether you're working with us in person or through the program online or through a preventative health practitioner. All of that focuses on gut health healing leaky gut and improving your natural detox systems. Um, we don't go into it huge at the beginning around why, but we hit it hard. Then we kind of explain those things later on. And if you want to know even more in depth, we have, you know, beyond that training that we can get into, but it is definitely something that every single thing we recommend focuses on at least one piece of that. Right. Yeah. And in order to have a strong immune system, which is essentially what this all comes down to, you have to have a healthy gut. There's a lot. That's why it's overwhelming for people, but that's why you should come work with us. We <laughs> take, take away these, that overwhelm. Yeah. Take these little tidbits and do what you can. You don't have to do all of them. Of course, the more you do, the better. Right. Um, you know, like she said, the list that was more of the Band-Aid fixes, just make sure it's something you actually need to do. Um, you're not going too far in the other direction. Um, but the foundational stuff, you can never go too far with that. Right. Exactly. And the Band-Aid fixes are good for even if... You know, if your kids come home with a cold or you, yeah. you come down with a cold, it doesn't have to be the current situation. It's just that everything yes. seems to revolve around that Sometimes right now. Sometimes there are stressors in your life that just happen and you get run down and then you need to kind of boost and support. Um, and as long as you're always remembering those foundations, you'll it'll just be a little blip. It won't be a huge snowball that lands you in the hospital. Right. Exactly. So it's a lot. There's a lot you can do. Um, so just pick whatever works for you incorporating as much as you can but always come back to those foundational pieces okay i think that's it for today so this whole podcast was about solutions yes <laughs> those actions yes put them in a place that gives you the power exactly and like i said if you didn't listen to our last podcast go back and listen to that because that will tell you all the whys of why you really want to make sure you're doing all of this okay all right all right have a good day everyone bye, bye. Thank you for listening to Take Your Health Back Now, featuring Cantor Duquette, Jenny Wise, and Dr. Drew Duquette.